Hello everyone and welcome to the CMO Stories podcast season 2. I'm really excited. I just recorded yeah, my solo podcast to introduce my second season and today we have the first guest of the second season of the CMO Stories podcast at WebSummit. Isn't that exciting? And I'm really happy today to be joined by Giovanna. Hi Giovanna, how are you? Hello, hello Yuri. I'm super good and happy to be here launching our new season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because the second season of the CMO Stories podcast will all be about Web3. But guys, let me first introduce you to Giovanna. Who is Giovanna if you don't know her? Well, Giovanna is a Metaverse producer at Decentraland, where she is the head of Metaverse Fashion Week. She has more than a decade of experience in digital design and XR industry. XR extended reality. So Giovanna, I'm really excited to be here on WebSmito to meet people from Web3. Actually, I came back from San Diego from the Crypto Business Conference. I just met here already some names in the Web3 space like Sandy Gartner. I talked to her and now I'm talking to you. But tell me. The metaverse. People, there are different. It's it's in the news. Eh? I think there are a few things that have been used lately. But the metaverse. What is the state of the current metaverse? Yeah, that's a good question to start with. Is <laughs> <laughs> the state of art of the metaverse? I think that the metaverse is in process right now. First of all, because we do have a lot of technical limitations. Still, we are still crawling our first steps into what is going to be this virtual unified world, this spatial web that we, we are looking for. So I would say we're really in the beginning of that process and we're working in the basic tools, right? So we don't yeah. have interoperability yet. But at the same time, I always like to look back into the history of multimedia and to always detach the idea of metaverse just from the present. So when you look back into the history of cinema, into Georges Méliès and so many other incredible cinema creators into the cineoramas that were like those immersive cinemas in the end of 19th century, that was already metaverse, right? right? But for that technology, so we should not take for granted that metaverse is a term of the present, is a continuation of this creation and how we can externalize our dreams in a way, you know? Right. That's how I see it. Yeah, there are so much possibilities. So there are different metaverses, like this central yes. is one of them. I, for instance, organized already meetups for marketers in spatial. So oh, I wow. had like the mini, the mini meta talks. So I have my own penthouse there. And I am uh, in the community of Mark Schaefer, who is a well-known marketing expert. I am like the Web3 guy in his group. So I'm organizing this stuff in the metaverse that people are like, wow, what are all, all these things that are possible? So how do you see this evolve, this metaverse? As people talk a lot about interoperability. Is that something that... Yeah, definitely interoperability is key. But I think we should not always just wait for a technical solution. So for example, you mentioned spatial. The Decentraland community and the spatians, they started doing like cross metaverse events by streaming each other's party, creating portals and between the two metaverses and I think that's more an ideological step in we uniting for a better metaverse and I think the idea of for example the open metaverse alliance goes into that direction because eventually we will work on the tech side and we'll find ways to have convergent files so right now I think it's more about we understanding that the metaverse is like the planet you have different countries different cities and you go to all of those you can visit all of those right and I think that's what it is the central landers and spatians they are like 
maybe citizens from different universes, but they all belong to the same planet, to the same realm of the metaverse. I like that comparison. Yeah, quote that I can put on Twitter. Uh, Giovanna, it said that. Yeah, I like that one. So, if so, this Sandland is a land or a continent in this metaverse world. How is this different from the other? The other metaverses, yeah. Each metaverse, I think, or each one of those platforms, they carry their own particularities. The central and specifically, I think, it's the fact that it's the first decentralized virtual world, which means the first world where the owners and the rulers are the users per se. That's the DAO. Okay. That means that all the rules of that continent or city or, or country are decided by the users. They can vote. So it's really a decentralized system of governance. And I think that's what is very particular about that. And of course, it's really a world that you can navigate, you can explore. So I think different ones, for example, Spatial. I'm a big fan of Spatial. I also have a space in Spatial. I'm really friends with Gianna, that is the head of marketing and, and events. And they have a different approach in terms of usability, which I think really, really works. For example, for the events that you mentioned, like doing this... VIP experiences or community gatherings, and they have their own aesthetic. So I think DCL is more of an open metaverse for desktop where the governances are distributed and the users can build also. So if you own your space in the central land, you have the rights, only you have the rights to build in that space, you know? Yeah, Yeah, I think... (laughs) Those are two, as you say, different metaverse countries. And I like them both, the different. Yes. Great how you explained it, the difference. But now, what you are doing at the Centerland, you're organizing the Fashion Week. Yes. So, or you're producing it. What did you inspire to do this? The truth is that the Metaverse Fashion Week came a lot from our community. Because we do have a lot of creators that already create digital garments and wearables, as we call And there was a big community of fashion designers inside the central land. So my creative director, Sam Hamilton, and I, we really started working from there. You know, the community is already doing it, and we have to connect those creators with the outside world from the CL. And that's where it started. And I think that in the end, we were really able to connect big brands that participated with that event with those creators. You know, we, we really connected, let's say, Dolce & Gabbana to create their garments with okay. creators from the central land and and we, we I keep believing the creators economy a lot I think that's a big point okay yeah, that, that, that sounds really interesting all these different applications all the different things that you can do in the metaverse but okay it's, it's a fashion week so how did you choose the designers or the brands that yeah. participate how did that go last edition that was in March 24th 2022 we we had about 70 brands so it was really a lot we were very open in terms of curation so we engaged with our community of creators they could bring brands we were curating some key brands for our runaway shows but the idea was to launch fashion district with a group called Metaverse Group. They are a real estate agency and they own a big piece of land and they said, let's transform this into a fashion district where we could fit 12 luxury brands. So it started from that curation that was done with Metaverse Group and UNXD, that is NFT marketplace for luxury brands. They brought Dolce & Gabbana, they brought Elisa Ab and so on. But also we worked with peers in the community that wanted to bring their own brand. So it was a very decentralized process of bringing brands. For the next edition, I think we're going to have more specific tracks 
for new designers, luxury brands, streetwear, so we can do a better curation for next year. We're trying to improve that. So it's once a year that you are doing it? When, when is the next event taking place? The next event is March 8th to okay. 12th, 2023. And we are planning to do right after Paris Fashion Week. I think the goal is to try to close the fashion season for the first time globally in the metaverse. Oh, cool. And how do you see this evolve the future of say, fashion, metaverse? Is there like a trend that, that there will be more shows like this in the metaverse? I think so. Also, we're trying to push really, I'm a big cross-metaverse enthusiast and I want to make the next event cross-metaverse so that the agenda is distributed among many. So I think the first trend is more and more, I think we should see different metaverses collaborating with each other to put together events and festivals. We don't have to just yeah. be doing things in one place, right? But I think more and more fashion brands are taking the lead in pioneering, in trying new purposes for NFTs. Because I think we're coming from a moment where NFTs were like heavily associated with PFP projects. Right. And I think the hype and a little bit of the show-off. And now I think luxury brands from the fashion sector are looking into NFTs and thinking, what can I do with that? Maybe I can create a loyalty program, a membership program that is way beyond collecting something. It's more about participating, engaging, being rewarded. So I think that's going to be a trend in the fashion industry in the next year or so. Is there one brand that you think of buys this really well, the metaverse of NFTs or Web3? I think that Gucci is definitely one that has been doing an excellent job for sure, right? They, but they were very like in the metaverse, creating Gucci town. But I can also mention like the effort that Dolce & Gabbana did with the collections from the Metaverse Fashion Week. They had this mysterious box drop that gave access to different tiers of membership for their DNG family. And that means that some people had access to events in real life, to physical clothes. So I think that's a little bit what a lot of those brands will be incorporating And luxury already understands about VIP and exclusivity. Yeah, yeah. So for them, it's really, I think, a, a very useful tool, the NFTs, more as a utility, not just as a collectible, you know? Yeah. And so now people that are participating or just are interested in the, the, the fashion week, in the metaverse, okay, it's still like for a lot of people, it's still, what is this, the metaverse? How do you find, are there already people that are in Web3 that are, you know, watching the show or are those people that are not yet in Web3 but you use Web2 techniques to do the marketing? I do think that we need to still work in between Web2 and Web3. So for example, our last edition, I think it was very much Web3 focused and I want to be able to bridge more in the next edition with Web2 tools like social medias, filters with augmented reality. I think we need to educate and include everyone in that process of transition. But last edition, I think it was very Web3, so everything was mostly happening in the central land. But next edition is going to be more distributed. I think we'll have cool surprises. I also think that in one year, a lot can happen yeah. in the Web3 world. It's evolving so fast, a lot yes. of things. So people will, one year later, more and more people will know about Web3, will understand what it means. I also think that you should always talk about NFTs, but perhaps talk about memberships. So using other words other to talk terms, about that. Yeah. 
Yes. And and I do think that we need to normalize the framework because sometimes we talk so much about going to virtual worlds and buying vir virtual garments and and then like I don't know collecting NFTs but what the big transformation is infrastructure right the blockchain facilitating lots of operations right. internally for brands and corporations people understanding what is a digital wallet and they normalizing it as a safe thing, not as just a hype. There is a purpose why digital wallets are safe. And I think also we understanding that it is about a culture shift. You know, it, there is an infrastructure that eventually big corporations will start implementing that is blockchain-based, right. but also is a big change on the way we participate on the internet. I think we come from a web to um, very enclosed internet where tools were just available for us to maybe write our thoughts and now we can write the code of the tools that we're going to use. So it's a big shift of mindset. An internet that could be if we work right from people to people, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we still do. We have to work for it. Yeah, you have to work for it, but it's still... Giovanna, the time goes really fast and I know you have a packed agenda here at WebSummit. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on my podcast. My uh, pleasure, Yuri. It was amazing. If people uh, want to know more about you or about the Centerland, where uh, can we send them to? I think that Twitter is a great space to know more about the Centerland. So there is the profile of the Centerland on Twitter. Also, if people want to know more about DCL, they can go to thecentraland.org. We have all the information there. And I'm in all social media, so you can find me as... Gigi Castimiro in Twitter, LinkedIn, and on Instagram. I'm very active too. Wow, we should definitely connect. We should. We should. <laughs> Share stories on Instagram. <laughs> exactly, about WebSummit and so on. So thank you everyone for listening to this amazing first episode of the second season of the CMO Stories podcast. If you liked my talk here with Giovanna, and if you know other people that could be interested in Web3 marketing, in metaverses like the central and in NFTs or just, you know, want to learn more about Web3, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Be sure to follow Giovanna the Central and on social media and also be sure to invite your friends and be back for the next podcast episode. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Hey, if you missed anything, we took all the notes for you on web3.net. The link is also in the podcast description. And also be sure to check out our NFTs on cmo-stories.uncut.fm. And of course, if you like to be connected with me on social media, you can find me on Twitter or on Instagram or on LinkedIn. Just find me with my username, Yuri Belast. And of course, I hope to see you back for the next podcast episode. Take care.